Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Inside Gamescast. It's January. It's 2024, and Pokemon with Guns is lighting up the charts. Although, my gosh, Pal World <laughs> Fever, everybody! I've got Pal World Fever. I know you don't, but I do. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but also it makes perfect sense at the same time, which is why this is so confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the rocket success of it has made it a phenomenon with uh, mm-hmm. with discourse to match. Um, <laughs> a lot of discourse. <laughs> There's been a lot. Yeah the 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 noise is pretty intense. Um, mm-hmm. We're not going to dive into the drama so much. Uh, more just talk about it ourselves and our, our personal experiences with it. But first, some oh. numbers off the top. Uh, yeah. Boy, are these fun. Uh, it's currently sitting at a 24-hour player peak of 1.86 million on Steam. What? Concurrent players? Yeah, that's the maximum that's it's hit. insane. Oh, that's my gosh. second only to PUBG. So it's at number two all-time uh, <sighs> peak player count at 24 hours. Uh, PUBG hit 3.2 million. Oh, wow. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a stretch to go. It's got 6 million sales in four days. What? Yeah. All right. So I did the math on this because I was curious. That's like $162 million in four days only on Steam, Lawrence. God, that does not we... count. That does not count Game Pass. Yeah. Whatever deal they struck with Game Pass. It makes yeah. you wonder if Game Pass deals scale to like account they for must. runaway successes like this. Absolutely, they do. Yes, like the more plays or the more people that download them or whatever. I'm yeah, you get a larger share or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get into the rest of it, because there's there's a lot more that's spicy about Pal World. Uh, <laughs> its similarities to a worldwide property are pretty apparent and are mm. leading to some buzz and discussion and and some dismay that it's even been able to release and operate like it has. We'll cover that in a minute. Let's just let's just get down to the gamer level. Let's get to the core of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Bruce, I know you enjoy it, right? What do you like about it? Yeah, so it, it was really weird. I just randomly I got a shout out uh, it me JP and Gassy Mexican because they were the one that got me early access uh, a week ago. So when this goes up, it'll be a week ago. And this was a couple days before the release of Pal World. The only thing people knew about Pal World was that it was Pokemon with guns. And everybody had seen the trailer and it was like a joke, right? So like we just assumed, oh, this game's a joke. So uh, Gassy Mexican and it me JP, we all fire it up and kind of jump in and start playing, which is sort of the way you should play Power World is with people right away. Uh, you start a base and it's a survival crafting and whatever. I've played a thousand of these games. They're all the same. Uh, but there is um, there are a few tweaks that can make these games really, really fun or also really terrible and tedious. Most of them are terrible and tedious, uh, but there are a few that are perfect. And we were playing this on a couple of, like I said, two days before release. And we were like, this game is like really fun. <laughs> we just couldn't put it down. We were just like, because between the survival crafting portion of it and then also the catching of the pals, which again is, it's Pokemon. When you, if you play Pokemon Arceus or, uh, you know, any of the new mainline Pokemon games, it's this, but you do it with your friends and you do it uh, online while also making a base. And so it's kind of put together all of these things that Pokemon fans have always wanted also it's on pc so like there's all of these things that all came together all at once and this game could have been a train wreck it honestly probably should have been and and most people expected it to be a train wreck uh especially in early access but again we could not stop playing we just like kept playing and kept like kind of like looking at each other digitally and being like this game is really really fun and by our by the end of playing about i was like maybe like 12 to 13 hours on thursday uh we were like this game is going to have a massive launch like i had no we we knew it was gonna be big but we didn't know how big 
um, because it was fun. And everyone else that it was also playing Pal World early on was saying it was fun. And we all kind of like were in disbelief. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, like major credit to the developers for making a game that actually generally pretty much works. Like there's, you know, fun little physics glitches and things like that. But generally speaking, it worked even in early access uh, before the game was out. We were playing it and it was, it was working. So the things that I can point to are this is what every Pokemon fan said they wanted. They wanted a game where they could play with their friends. They could play on any server. They could play on PC. They could play on like Xbox or Game Pass uh, or, you know, um, on a console. And then the survival crafting thing to me is just sort of an icing on the cake that the game just throws away like real world logic. Survival crafting. Gosh, I'm so tired of survival crafting games being like, well, you uh, you need to cut down 40 trees to make one axe because that's the way real life is. Like, no, I don't want that. Like, I just want a video game. <laughs> so it's like punch a tree. You get te- you get five wood. You can make an axe right away. And you'll never have to punch a tree again. Um, and the JP said this a bunch, but it's true. He said the game is fun first. So it it's just trying to be fun. It's not trying to be immersive. It's not trying to be any of that stuff that like an arc is. Or, or something like that. It's just trying to be a game that is like, it makes you, it, it makes you feel like you're just getting to catching the pals, the Pokemon. Um, because that's the most fun part of the game is catching them and then uh, battling bosses uh, with your friends while throwing out all your Pokemon and, uh, you know, watching watching pals fight other pals, etc., etc. That's That's all really fun. The, also, the pals uh, slaving away in your work camps it's hilarious um that's another part of the aspect of this game that's kind of weird is that this entire thing is funny so there's it's not only is it like you know they say pokemon with guns but you don't get guns for your pals until like level 20 you have to get play a lot to get to guns um but when you when you first start out and you go like okay well you tell your pals to mine or you t- tell your pals to cut down trees or you tell your pal- they have to sleep and eat and they get sad or they get depressed or they break their leg or something like that. It's really funny. Um, so it's kind of this darker version of Pokemon that, again, most of us is always like sort of fantasized about but never seen. So Pocket Pair executed on all of this and made the game work. Uh, so long and the short of it is it's really, really fun. Huh. That's just you, not the game that I played. It's not, <laughs> I punched a lot of trees. I no, was yeah, still you, punching trees. You, uh, and then I, I axed well, trees a lot. And then I took all the wood say, and made beds. And then I axed more trees. Yeah, and then I needed say, a blue rock that the blue rocks weren't around. So I just had to wander around in tons of circles and just saw the same pals over and over again. So well, I don't know where say, that game is. I we just, should say you don't like survival games. You never have. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. The, um, yeah. the, so the, I'm a, Make, just make sure make that me. known. Yeah. yeah, no, and that's okay. That's all right. It, you don't you don't have to like them. I've played a bunch of them because again, there are only a couple that I really like. Sons of the Forest and the Forest are really fun. I don't know if you ever played the Forest. Well, no, but. I I'm more pointing out the difference in our perceived experiences because I remember an awful lot of tree punching, whereas you don't seem to remember much at all. So maybe I'm, we just played different ways or got to upgrades in different orders or something. I just blazed right through it. I mean, like before, again, like when I play. Arc. I mean, like you can compare the first three hours of yeah, me arc is co- horrifically slow. Holy cow! Yeah. So, and and that is the way I think of survival games is arc. Um, and again, I 
you and I have even played a couple of these. Like we played Moria. Remember uh, Return to Moria, the the Lord of the Rings one. Mm-hmm. That one hit a grind like almost within the first couple hours. Where all of a sudden you and I were like, oh shit, we got to yeah. get all this whatever it was. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> and um, Power World just didn't feel that way. You 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 didn't get to the grind until like the really heavy grind until like probably. 20 hours in 25 um mm-hmm. and even then i'm do- i'm doing that grind right now and it's still fun uh it's just less fun <laughs> but it's still fun so would it be fun yeah. if no one were watching though like is this something you would choose to spend your free time on i've been doing that once. Yeah? i've been playing i've been playing it off stream and that's how i know to me that the game has hooked me um what's your like, motivation to keep playing like what is it just seeing new pals or building new structures that's it. Seeing new pals. The structures don't matter to me at all. I, I'm never been, I've never been a base builder. So uh, I want to see what, like, because I'm only level 35 and you've got till 50. So there's a bunch of other random pals out there that I've never seen. I've never gotten to do the boss battles. Um, I would love to see, like, I don't know if they're a legendary pal. I'm not sure. Like, I haven't looked ahead because I don't want to know. Um, but that's the fun part is like you get and this is this was what pokemon was if you played did you ever play arceus yeah a little bit yeah did you enjoy that at all there was no base building at least i appreciated it yeah there wasn't yeah. any grinding but the the combat was just like painfully slow <gasps> and boring it terrible it was terrible yeah, yeah. Um, and it ran Ar- and looked terrible <laughs> there was that too <laughs> that's true um but arceus that was the fun part of arceus is that you would go and be like oh i just saw a pokemon i'd never seen before and I'll put them in a ball, <laughs> you know, like that's the, um, that's the fun part of Power World and Power World absolutely, in my opinion, stole that gameplay loop from <laughs> Arceus and just made it faster. Um, they, they just give you the dopamine drip faster. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so that's, that's what it is for me. Um, but I think uh, some people really get the itch scratched by dropping their AI into their base and having their AI work for them, which is also for, for me kind of fun. I like watching AI do stuff. Um, some people really love to build bases. I don't like to do that at all. That's not my thing. They like to build structures and like somebody built a really tall tower <laughs> on a server I'm on and like, that's their thing. That's fun. You know, like I, but that's not mine. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, there are lots of things you can do. I, I think truly the, Probably the thing that's looking at the most people is catching the pals and mm. watching them fight. Huh. I guess. <laughs> I it's guess okay it's that you don't like it, Lawrence. It's all right. No, it's just <laughs> baffling. I mean, haven't people seen enough Pokemon? I guess not. The answer is no. Never. It's the biggest franchise ever. Man. <laughs> ever. Over, bigger than Star Wars, bigger than Harry Potter, bigger than everything. So anything that comes anywhere close to what Pokemon is does this. It does numbers. <laughs> yeah, but how come uh, there's so few sh- how how come there's not a million of them then? I don't know. That's a really good question. <laughs> I uh, probably I I don't want to say cuz they're too hard. I think maybe, it's probably Maybe that is it, which might be the maybe. which might be the thing. Like um maybe. I yeah. mean that that kind of that kind of is the maybe the other part of it is yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I just had, a, had an epiphany. Let's go. Um, when I look at this game, the pals don't exist to me because they're ripoffs. Like I don't give the game credit for that at all. It's almost oh. like my brain censoring it out in terms of appraising it as a game. Oh. Um, maybe that's not hmm. fair to pal world, but 
They're awfully cute, aren't they? They're they're good. Like they're too good for Pal World. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, they're they're adorable. Yeah. Is that um, kind of concerning that it's like a big bland empty open world with like a bunch of rocks you punch but also the most like vibrant, cute, well-designed, well-proportioned, well-animated animals that look really 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 similar to Pokémon? Well, you know what's funny about that too is so I'll I'll tell you why I don't care because like people are like oh the so it's the open world's really barren which truly it is not once you once you get used to traveling you get you get pretty quick in traveling within eh, let's say six seven hours of playing and all of a sudden you're running around on a mount or something versus actually just walking through the grass either way um, Arceus like we just discussed had that same open world emptiness. But it played like shit and the combat was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And you couldn't play with your friends. So this is you and four other people. I mean, who knows? You could mob around with 16 other people and you're all discovering these pals at the same time. You're all trying to catch them. You're all trying to kill them. That's way more fun with a bunch of people in an empty open world than it is by yourself, right? People have played, have been asking me, hey, can you play this solo? And I was like, you can play it solo. And I have. Um, it's fun, but it's not nearly as fun as if you were running around with a group before uh, catching pals. That's interesting. So kind of, when I was with other we, players, we I had it. nothing to do. <laughs> Everyone um, was running around like maniacs, killing or capturing everything. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. I just sit there and watch everyone like buzz around and then it would just be an empty field picked clean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe you just don't like the the catching aspect or the combat aspect of it. I don't know. Yeah. The combat is not good, right? Cause I mean, it's not, it's not good, but again, better than Arceus. So it's yeah, like, this, true. it's this, it's like they had this so low bar to beat and they did, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they did, they beat that. They beat this incredibly low bar. So if game freak had released a me, an amazing Pokemon game, this would be nothing, right? That's, that's a frustration, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. it, it shows just what intent there is for an um, experience like this. Um, That's right. yeah. and it's baffling game freak re- like relaunches two half done Pokemon games a year. And even that's not enough to have people buy a, a, as many Pokemon games as they want. That's um, crazy. That's cr- and, and they sell like crazy, like, yeah, and, they they're, do. T- and they're terrible. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, of course, game freaks not going to make a better game because they're already selling their games. So, well, uh, just to cover some other news, <clears throat> excuse me, just to cover some other news beats real quick. Yeah, yeah. Just to cover the like the drama of it, because uh, Pal World has its haters. I don't know that I mm, am I. Yeah, I think I. I don't know if I trip over the line or not. Um, I'm baffled by Pal World, but I don't bear it any ill will. So you're maybe not, not you're a not hater. a hater. We, right. we should Lawrence before you launch into the news, we should talk about this because people were asking me. They're like, Lawrence seems to not like this game because they were. They're like, you love it, and Lawrence seems to not like it. I was like, I know, yeah, because Lawrence isn't generally a survival crafting guy. And I, I also would not describe you as a Pokemon guy either. Um, oh. So, yeah so i don't think that this game was ever for you um and again that's no big deal this is and and my analogy was this would be like this is when tekken comes out for me when tekken comes out i'm gonna go oh cool <laughs> like that you know like i'm gonna go like oh great and everyone's gonna be like what dude the the fucking fighting mechanics and the do you see the way the bear looks and like and i'm gonna be like yeah cool because I don't care. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't care about fighting games. But that said, I want Tekken to be a success. I want everybody to love it. I want it to be a great fighting game, much like Street Fighter when that came out. And same with Mortal Kombat. Like I was like, thumbs up. 
<laughs> you know, like, I don't care. Sure. Uh, but I'm not. And I wasn't baffled by the sales of it. Like, it was more of just like, I hope they made a good game. I'm going to ask my friend Lawrence if it's a good game because he knows about <laughs> fighting games. And then you told me and I was like, great. <laughs> <You> <laughs> um, so, that's kind of the, this is the flip of that is that mm. I play these games all the time. So, I can sort of tell you what I think are the good hooks and what aren't the good hooks. Um, and this one really just surprised me. Power World just surprised me. That was it. I didn't, I did not expect this game to be good in the least. So maybe that's what it was. My expectations were low as well. Yeah. It seems to have, it seems to have blindsided everybody, which is, yeah, is always yeah. fun, right? Disruption. Um, yeah, yeah. Or when yeah. an indie game, like a, an original concept, it's original in its own way. Um, <laughs> can light, can light up the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good that that can still happen in games. Um, Although there's there's a weird cut to that, given that well, it is basically based on one of the world's biggest properties or the world's biggest property, like you said, <laughs> the world's biggest property. Yeah. So yeah, you <laughs> want to celebrate it, but I don't know. For me, at the same time, it's like, mm, mm, well, I get that. That makes uh, sense. To that yeah. point, um, there is there are comparisons of people laying the meshes from this game, the models directly on top of Nintendo assets, and wow, are they very, 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 very similar? They are. <laughs> uh, there's um, what is it? The uh, it's, this is from Gamefile, uh, Stephen Totillo's kind of independent project. He spoke with the legal head for the Pokemon company from 2008 to 2020, uh, Don McGowan. Don said, this looks like the usual ripoff nonsense that I would see a thousand times a year when I was chief legal officer of Pokemon. I'm just surprised it got this far. I think a lot of people are. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know if the the, rel- the radio silence and the the like the fact that it stayed on sale this long means that it's just going to cruise at this point, which seems really surprising for Nintendo. Really chill of them for some reason. It's, it's, uh, I wonder if, to me, this seems like Nintendo wrote this off long. Like, I'm sure they've already, they saw this game a long time ago. Yeah, the trailer. The trailer was very honest about how this game looks. And I, they probably were just sort of like, this is nothing. Because I think everybody thought it was nothing. Hmm. Um, so when this game came out and it executed on the vision that they actually planned, well, then it sold a ton. So I don't, I would be, wouldn't it be weird? Well, whatever. Wouldn't it, I was going to say, wouldn't it be weird? Nintendo's weird, but wouldn't it be weird if Nintendo was, was now like, we're, well, now we're going to sue you because it succeeded. <laughs> like, doesn't that seem Yeah, odd? I don't think you're, I don't think you can do that. Um, I don't think so either, but maybe you can. <laughs> maybe you can. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I'm I mean, not there, a lawyer either, yeah. there are a fair amount of lawyers that have been consulted. I, I read some articles and, you know, they don't, they don't speak in definite terms ever really. that's true yeah you're right but essentially like one of the commentaries was that one of the lawyers said that nintendo has to find smoking gun evidence that is proof that it was copied uh he described Mm. the similarities of the character models as gold dust like it's it's an implication that there is a mother load of evidence somewhere and the visual comparison may be enough but isn't enough to like straight say straight up that's a copy uh or to make it a slam dunk of a case um Mm. so that's kind of where it is legally um Although if if you get anarchic about it, who gives a shit, right? It's out in the world. It's doing well. Uh, yeah. That doesn't really happen on accident in gaming a lot of the times. It's true. I also, I was going to say, I don't care if they change the PAL designs at all. I don't give two shits. Like, the if they change the PAL designs to be something less Pokemon-like, so what? They still have guns. They're still hilarious. They still do dumb shit. They still have weird names. Like... I don't care. Like, so yeah, go ahead and change them all. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> so, 
Well, so this is this is what's interesting to me is as I think the sudden popularity of it and the the similarities to Pokemon have led to discourse. So Bruce, I'm going to discourse <laughs> you right now. Oh, hit me with the discourse. Yeah. yeah well, th- yeah. this so this is fun because Bruce, you you're always so grounded in these things. I don't know when people get on the internet and get in their own heads a bit, and I'm guilty of this. It can be easy to float away into the ether of thoughts. Uh, sure. <laughs> so Bruce, all right, here uh, we go. Uh, hit me. Uh, hit me. Okay. Does Pal World deserve its success since it's copying another popular franchise? It's a great question because um, I saw it written and I was like, damn, this is a... I'm only going to say, yes, it does deserve it because they made a good game. So the, the bones of the game are there. And that's why I was saying if they change the Pal designs, that's not going to change a thing for me. Um, if you can still run around with your friends, catching Pals, putting them to work at your camp uh put guns on them they're cute like you again if you make anything that is cute it doesn't have to be a pokemon um then it'll be hilarious when they run around and that gameplay loop will still be fun so i i have to applaud these early access developers for making a game that they put released into early access that actually works i have played so many early access games that are trash like they come out and they're like, boy, this needs like six months of work. My best example, Lawrence. Oh boy, the people are not going to like this. Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. I played, oh yeah. I played. I, I played, played that for an Gate hour, th- and I was like, you know what? I'll wait till one I played Baldur's Gate three for uh, day one when it came out in early access, and it was an, a fucking broken mess. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. And they put that into early access, and I paid sixty dollars for it. So I dropped sixty bucks. The game didn't work. And I was like, 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 just like you, I was like, well, I'll wait. Um, and this game doesn't have that. You can play it right away. So uh, I have to applaud them. And it's $27. So yeah. like, come on. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's. I, I think, yeah, you, you mentioned a lot of things that are that are even for haters. And if I channel my inner hater, it's hard <laughs> to argue with, which is that. <laughs> sure. Even if you do compare it to Pokemon, it, it it does have game mechanics that are functional and and entertaining and engaging that Pokemon has never had, and it costs half the price of a of a Pokemon from that uh, the Pokemon company. So yeah. they're doing what the series they're imitating hasn't been able to do. They're obviously fulfilling a player desire or a market want for that product, and uh, it costs half as much. That's I mean, that's Lawrence- like competition, right? That's that's what it's all about. It costs one sixth as much. It's on Game Pass. Oh shit! You're so you right. Get, you get it on Game Pass for even less. So like, I don't. I there. I can't. I couldn't find any flaws with this when it was releasing. Like, because I, I remember I didn't know the retail, and I was like asking around, being like, "Hey, what's the retail?" Because they didn't even show on Steam. And everyone, I was like, "This got to be sixty. They're going to be charging sixty. And everyone's like, "Oh, it's thirty. I was like, "That's it. That's a. It's a hit, guaranteed. That's all it needed to be. It needed to be twenty to thirty bucks, and that when it was done and done." I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's let's continue down the discourse train. I want to throw <laughs> some some thoughts at you and see how see how you feel about them. I want I want to hear your opinions too, Lawrence, on, especially on the discourse because I like the discourse. Oh, I, I don't, man. What is what are the? Well, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, I guess I guess these kind of start from the my various opinions. All right. Uh, I guess we already covered the imitation to Pokemon. How about this, Bruce? Hit People me. like this. Because there's a lot of Pokemon fans out there and the games have inoculated them into having low standards. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Because we just talked about how Arceus was, was a train wreck. 
actually mm-hmm. and even what was it scarlet and violet was even worse so these those games are so bad and then hold on i have to google it how many how many copies did scarlet and violet sell was it 15 million uh, like, it's over 10 isn't it they're like scarlet violet's violet sale 23.23 million oh, units is what dude. this is what in of in november it looks like game rant said that 23 million units sold of scarlet and violet and it's it's was never a good game also i I, th- I don't know that they patched it remember they said they were going to patch it they're like oh we'll fix it i don't know that they did that <laughs> um so the bar is so low <laughs> that all they had to do was just barely get above the bar so i think that that discourse is correct i really do i think that all, all they had to do is just barely get above it and then they succeeded <laughs> okay yeah uh I want to okay now let's let's psychoanalyze the people who are mad at it. Oh okay. great, this is my favorite stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh I guess I already covered the first one is that um you don't want to see a ripoff succeed because you think it might lead to only more ripoffs. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um but that hasn't you, happened. Shouldn't that have it should have been happening this whole time. I well, don't understand. We already had a ripoff called Temtem. And Temtem was fun. Yeah, that's true. And there's like Digimon and stuff like that. Well, Lawrence, I was I was Yo-Kai schooled by watch. The, I was schooled by the internet that apparently Pokemon ripped off Digimon. Did you know that? That's what uh, I was told. And I didn't also, know that. Yeah. I'll, Thank you, um, Yeah, I don't know. And uh, <laughs> regard regardless, <laughs> apparently that is a thing. Um, but like Temtem was the most recent ripoff. You and I played that together. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and that uh, was online, but it didn't have this uh, open world crafting stuff. It did not have that. And also, it, again, the grind hit earlier in that game. I remember being like, Oof, like, it's like you really just ran into a barrier and you're just like, oh, well. Okay, well, no, I'm not going to put another 20 hours into this. Um, and But people did. And people are still playing Temtem. Uh, but it didn't sell like this. Because this game is for casuals. This is for casual gamers. Uh, and that's why it works. man i wouldn't think this is for casual gamers oh it totally is it's this is a this is an easy to learn hard to master game but there's so many like menus and lists of things to do you know what's weird about that lawrence people have gotten really good at that survival crafting they really have yeah there's there's definitely been a gosh i guess it's been the last five years no longer than that i guess it was Uh, arc was arc really the first one that started to blow it all up I guess Minecraft, if we're being honest. Minecraft, yeah, Minecraft. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but people have just gotten really good at it. And, and again, I, I have to applaud the developers because anytime I play these survival crafting games, there are, I'll, I'll just name a few of the issues usually are at, at the beginning. Generally at the beginning, you, they're like, okay, go find 10 wood. And it's like, it takes you 20 minutes to find 10 wood. And you're just like, oh boy, oh boy. And then, and how much wood do I need to build a, like a, a crafting bench 400 and i'm like holy shit like it it feels insurmountable and power World didn't feel that way uh and then also another quality of life thing if you all get together and play survival let's say you have a group of four people playing a survival crafting game you all have the same tutorial but each one of you your tutorial doesn't complete unless you do the objective power world didn't have that power world had it anybody if, if anyone was in the group and completed that objective it would complete everyone's tutorial. Hmm. Um, and that's something that is a quality of life thing that I'm like, that's cool. Uh, if 
if you're all around the same step, it'll complete along the way so that someone else can do something. It'll complete it for you. And then it, you can just move forward in tutorial completions. Uh, again, that's just, just minor things that the developers put in because they knew people didn't want to fuck with it. So I have to, I got to appreciate it. And yet you still have to hold F for some hold, reason. Yeah, I, Lawrence, it's so many people. got to have so your finger on that button. I love that you hate holding E and holding F and a lot of stuff because everybody else is like the survival crafting games just pop off, man. People play the shit out of these games. They do. So, yeah, I think it's, it's cozy to have short or it's cozy to have near and long-term goals. It's cozy yes. to have those goals be pretty explicit with, with just minor amounts of fuzz in the way. Um, I don't know though. Like I, <laughs> I the, te- the, like the process of doing it isn't fun. Not for me anyway, because there you never make yeah. a decision. There's never it's like I need wood. So you the only decision you make is what random direction am I gonna run in until I see wood? And then the rest of it is just it's foregone. You're going to go get the wood and come back and hit the button on the thing in your inventory and build it. So the rest of that time is just like dead air. It's just static. You're not playing a game, you? you're just executing the plan that you came up with already. I oh, guess ideally you like you run into spontaneous things out in the wilderness. Um Know, that that does, didn't happen so much for me. Yeah. So I know what you're Okay. I think I understand. So that does happen to you, but later on. And actually that is the case with most of these survival crafting games is that like what you're saying is like, well, I have to go out and get some wood. Um, it takes, I mean, it, this can vary, but it takes like 10 to 40 hours to get to a spot in any of these survival crafting games where you need resources, but then it's fun to go out and explore. You have the other like you have the other gear to go out and explore. So you have the armor, you have the weapons, you have whatever else that you need to go out and, uh, you know, stray far from your base and get your resources. But also you get to have a fun time uh, exploring out there, killing creatures, whatever. That takes a long time in a lot of survival crafting games to feel like you can actually wander around the world. Not in Pal World. Early on in Pal World, I didn't feel like I was going to die right away. Actually, that's another thing. Oh, good point. I'll say about Pal World. I was played with two other guys, one other guy at, at most. It was like just me and another dude. And we could catch things 10 levels above us. Um, and that's huge because in other uh, survival crafting games, it's gated. So like if you found something that's level seven and you're six, you're like, nope, nope, can't do it. You'd shoot it with an arrow. It would do zero damage. You'd be like, all right, never mind, never mind, never mind. You just turn around and run away. In PAL world, it's not like that. Um, you can actually maybe get around 10 levels higher than you uh and it was and it's really exciting to catch something that is seemingly larger uh and stronger than you are or your pals so eh, i don't know no i can i can see it i can see it i'm not trying to convince you to have fun by the way this is just things that i've thought about that make the game for me fun no it's working um those are just experiences i didn't have i don't know uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm yeah. just making the, you know, it's weird while this is going, I'm recording, uh, you know, some of the footage from the VOD when we stream together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing the, the, the parts where I got bored and I'm realizing I could have, I could have decided to do other things with my time, I guess. I don't know. Okay. There is, there is some like vague walk around and look for this kind of resource kind of thing. Um, but Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I it is. It. I, yeah. For me, games are they're more they're most interesting when i'm having to constantly make consequential decisions um sure Sure. 
sort of because then i i think on the other hand i also really like death stranding you know and that's like in terms of its moment-to-moment gameplay is not too dissimilar from a survival sim you kind of you have your long-term goal you're just sort of cruising uh you know that uh you know that like there's a gap of time between your goal and here or even like getting around on by horse in red dead 2 was another thing i vibe out to that pretty hard but for some reason having a shopping list next to it makes it feel a lot less um cozy a lot less relaxing i don't know maybe maybe you like do you like the narrative portion so like red dead and death stranding kind of you both know that they're like involved with the story so like on the other end of that travel you know you're probably going to get some sort of cinematic some sort of progression in the narrative whereas in power world there's none of that so is that is that what you're kind of looking for yeah that's a good point yeah the um the narrative bits are just kind of like weird treats and they give you sort of they give you something to mentally chew on during the next gap when you're not really playing a game uh yeah. so i guess for survival sims yeah it's like <laughs> where's the carrot i guess like you said it's it's more pals or doing boss fights and things um and i guess what i do appreciate it about it is that they did link the collection to another system they found a way to interchange the collecting of the pals with base automation so that's pretty smart i have to admit and that's that's unique as well so i can see how it's like it's fun to go see a cute new buddy but then also discover the myriad of ways that you can exploit their labor (laughs) yes and also really funny to like catch humans and like yeah we haven't even talked about putting the guns on them like when i think once (laughs) You must have been at least a little excited when you saw that my giant panda had grenade launchers. You the first couple of times, a, yeah. And then yeah, I was like, oh, okay. it's just like a basic gun model. And it's, it is, but it's fun. This fight's also taking like 20 minutes long. No, it, no, it was awesome. It was cool. <laughs> I was smiling the whole time, I have to admit. And that, that, that's part of the magic, but also it's like, God, how, how many hours, Bruce, do you think it would take me to get a big boy and slap some rocket launchers on him? 10 oh man i think you could do it in 10 that's not so um, bad that's not so bad so, right lawrence i think you and i this is interesting i'm glad to hear that the narrative thing so because like with red dead and death stranding it's funny you bring up both those games um because you know i think you know kind of where my my opinion in video game narrative lies mm-hmm. which is yeah. generally speaking it sucks uh red dead however i know is a good narrative um and same with Death Stranding, honestly. Death Stranding is like a Kojima narrative, but it's fun. It's fun and kind of crazy, right? Uh, but I still think it is a relatively good narrative. But uh, Red Dead is, to me, very, very slow. It is it's a very, mega very slow. Yeah. mega slow video game. And that's okay. Just for, it, for I've tried a couple of times to get into it. Couldn't do it. Um, and I'm not saying the game is bad. Not at all. I know it's a great video game. I respect the video game tremendously. Uh, same with Death Stranding. Um, same deal. Very, very slow. Uh, so for me, with Pal World, it's great because I don't just get that shit out of the way. I don't care. I don't care about a narrative. I just want to go and do the fun thing because I'm there to play the fun thing. Um, and I know, of course, I need to do myself a favor and get back into Red Dead and even Death Stranding. I'm actually looking forward to Death Stranding too. Um, I know that I need to do that. However, Pal World just throws that away. Doesn't even bother with a pretentious, even like, I don't even care. Like, we don't need lore. I, like, there is lore. You can read about it, but. Yeah, doesn't stupid. one of the pals want to have sex with you? I think there is. I've heard uh, the buzz. I've heard the buzz. There is a, sex, there is a sexy pal. But again, <laughs> I don't need to know. Mm. Um, I don't care. 
if the game is fun, the game is fun. Um, but I know a lot of people think that Red Dead's game is fun and also the narrative's amazing. Uh, so that so to me, I think it's probably I just needed I need to sit down and play those games. But I think that maybe that's the disconnect is that for you, there's nothing there stringing you along being like, there's nothing even pushing me to go do this thing. Why would I go punch a tree if I don't even know why I'm doing it? I don't know. Maybe. No, you're right. Uh, it seemed like, and maybe this is a hypersimplification, but the point of playing was to automate the things you do while you're playing. So you punch a tree so you don't have to punch trees anymore. That's right. Yeah. You could just not right. punch the tree in the first place and, <laughs> I and mean, get to the rest <laughs> of the mechanics that matter. You're um, right, Lawrence. You're right. Am I most cynical? Uh, and um, this this is more, oh, gosh, I don't know, Bruce. You can, you can qualify this as cynical or not. Um, survival sims are flourishing because they're cheap or rather i should say yes. you get yes. m- you get miles of playtime out of tiny amounts of assets so Correct. they have this open world and then they they have their uh wholly owned original and unique pals that are scattered around and that's kind of it <laughs> and by giving yeah. you uh, nested loops of things to get they can have you running in circles in this space and feel like you're doing stuff but really you're just like if you think about it, twenty like I said, twenty hours from now, I guess I guess in this game you do get a a big pal with some rockets, so that's pretty appealing. Um, but you're right, though, Lawrence. I mean, this is but and we talked about this with video games. Yeah. Well, what do you get from Red Dead? Do you get maybe uh, some well music, some, uh, like curated spaces? Thoughts. Yeah, you get, you get some, some thoughts, thoughts about it. You get some thoughts. You get, you get some. Th- it's 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 funny because I don't uh, I don't go you to video games thoughts. for that. I don't go to video games for thoughts. I, I go to television for the, for thoughts. I go to movies mm. for thoughts. Um, and uh, maybe that's my problem. Maybe <laughs> I need to go to video games. No, I'm serious. Uh, really, honestly, maybe I need to go to video games to get some thoughts. I Because uh, you're right. Like Red Dead's music's just second to none. The world's amazing. Like I know the narrative's great. I just haven't gotten to it. Um, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to go to video games, sit down, get some thoughts. Except Lawrence... I got to put 30 hours in the Red Dead to get some thoughts when I can watch three hours of television or a two hour movie. Mm. I don't know. That's that's always my disconnect. Always. That's the number one thing I think. Now, again, these are just my opinions. I don't want anybody to <laughs> come down on me because I, I can't get my thoughts from video games. <laughs> no, you'd have to be at the height of pretense to to snoot at somebody over that. Which honestly, I think there's, there's some of that mixed in with with Pal World. It's awfully easy to write it off, right? Because uh, it's got two things against it: the survival sim, which is a genre that's pretty crowded by cheap knockoffs, and then it's a pretty obvious knockoff on top of maybe being a knockoff. It's very definitely a knockoff. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bruce, philosophically, um, you can you can overthink it, but games. If, if the point of art is to resonate with people, then I don't want to go so far as to say like the most popular games are the most valid ones, but a game can't be popular without being valid in some way, you know? Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Games yeah. don't accidentally trick people into having fun. Um, so it's doing something right because of the response, I think. And I, I think that's a pretty fair statement to say. So I'm down with it. I'm down with it philosophically. Uh, I... I think honestly, uh, this goes back to some discussions we've had before about my, uh, to some degree, I have a bit of an inability to author my own fun. Uh, and this goes back to it being a little more boundary on or having more of a framework on things. Uh, 
I guess I like a guided experience versus just like puzzle pieces and you have to kind of build your own. Um, sure. and that seems like that's what Pal World is. And again, this is just coming to me kind of looking at my old footage. But yeah, there's a lot of times I didn't need to just like do the drone thing, but I did. So why did I choose to do that? Maybe I should have just stopped it and found something more fun to do or gone and find some cool pals to ride around on. You know, I was thinking of that like, when we played it last night. Uh, you settled into like building beds and like doing stuff at the base. And also you did this for seven days to die when we all played seven days. Yeah, that's to die. true. Yeah. I was a homebody. And, and I remember at being, asking you then being like, Lawrence, you, you should go out and explore. Like it's more fun to do that. Like if, and you're like, no, no, I want to like, I, this is, this is what I want to do. So maybe next time we do a survival sim, don't do that. Don't settle into the building thing. Go out and explore, go have some fun. Yeah. But <laughs> you're competing with everybody else doing the same thing. Nah, you can go find your own. There's mm. there are plenty of spots you go wander around, and, and also you know what's fun to go stand next to Alana and watch her do something too. That's, that's always true. fun. That is, fun. I think that's fun. Um, and see what their experience is. Uh, I just had a thought about our video game, our thoughts about video game narratives. Power World is like uh, the Arrow, uh, like <laughs> the, the, you know, Power World is CW's Arrow, right? I'll and always love thinking about Arrow. I know. Well, me too. And Red Dead is the Wire. Okay. That's 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 totally what this is. Like if you if you're going to, you know, television for the procedural, what like a and you know NCIS or whatever, uh, that's what Pal World is. You go and you got your one hour fix. You got your little dopamine drip of they caught the criminal and we moved on. Uh, but then you go to the wire to really dive in to you know, uh, what you think about everybody's situation, what each character is doing and things like that. And that's what Red Dead is. That's kind of the, maybe the, those are the comparisons. Hopefully people listening understand. I get it. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. I knew yeah. you would. Popcorn entertainment versus something a little more formed. They both have a, they both have a place. And I think yeah. the, the media, like one is not more valid than the other. Um, no, well, not at all. Yeah. Maybe a tiny amount. <laughs> maybe the wire is well, a little bit more valid than arrow. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think most people objectively would say, yes, it is more valid. But the person that watched all, whatever, six seasons of Arrow and loved every episode, that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like, they got to enjoy something for however long, however many hours that was. And uh, it it made their life a little better. So that's rad. Oh, uh, okay. I have a I have a spooky closing looking forward hater thought for you, Bruce. Um, if you, if you don't mind, uh, I, there's a couple of, of eerie conclusions I think I've drawn from just watching pal world and how it, how it operates. Um, let's see here. First of all is the firm reinforcement that there is for any video game that explodes in popularity. There will, there will be a tabloid cycle. Like there will be an incentive to discover something negative and get it to stick, which is essentially what, you know, like tabloid reporters do. So uh beware developers of the world uh, if your game rockets to success you better believe that there's going to be people scouring every last inch they can find to get something negative to stick because man if you break a if you have a viral post like that oh the possibilities you can get the podcast rights and everything you know who, by the way you know who's avoided that lethal company only one guy made it yeah lethal company and- even this company is coming up pretty clean i mean people th- People got a little upset about AI, which leads into another point. But yeah, yeah. Lethal but Lethal Company. Company has avoided that, and that I mean, it's only one guy, and he made like the you know the the simplest, easiest game. But it's 
he hasn't had to worry about that because he's probably because he, I think he generally made a pretty good game. Although I don't know if anybody's only digging on him or anything. <laughs> like I don't know if they're looking for things that he's done wrong. <laughs> um, I bet if Lethal World, Company were more popular, they certainly would be. I don't know, Lethal Man. Lethal Company pretty got pretty popular, big, but I wonder in terms of scale. Let me see. It's it was it's one of the top sellers on Steam. I, I know it's, it, Lethal Company for a while was the top seller. Whoa! Um, Believed to hit ten million. No way. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. Holy cow. Um, so that's a game that has stayed pretty clean so far. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Uh, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your other uh, other spooky No, thoughts. not at all. Not at all. This stuff is fascinating to sort of keep tabs on. To me, it's the intersection of gaming culture and the internet and and just kind of the way that uh, the way that stories and storytelling kind of evolves have been the meta layer of gaming. Anyway, uh, so the AI thing. Uh, yeah, people yeah. got really freaked out about it. Um, I won't judge whether or not it was valid to, but everyone gets afraid. Uh, I think that there's, there's kind of like a, I think it's, I think it speaks to a lot of subconscious worries. Uh, I kind of alluded to this earlier that if AI enters game development, you'll have a hundred games like this a day where Mm. AI just takes a pass on the roster of Pokemon, dumps them into an AI generated world, AI generated logo, AI generated name. And the same person publishes a hundred pal worlds on steam. (laughs) Is <laughs> I think looking in from the outside, especially with the survival some aspects and stuff, it's easy to see this as the first visitation of the samey brand laden AI over generated just garbo in the future. Um, now, Bruce, the game you described doesn't sound anything like that, but can you can you? I don't I know. Does that sound like an saying. interesting reaction to you? I can see what you're saying. I actually, Lawrence, I wanted to hear your. I have a very boring take on this AI thing. Yeah. And my my really boring take is the same boring take that I have when it comes to spending money. Uh, if you think the game used AI, or if it comes out that Power World used AI, don't buy the video game if you don't want to support AI. That's it. That's all I've got. Um, at, literally, because like the, with the finals, I saw a bunch of hand waving when the finals was like, yeah, we used uh, AI voice actors. We didn't pay anybody and the voice and everyone and a bunch of people comments on our videos for the finals. We're like, so what? Who cares? AI voice. No big deal. I don't care. The game's great. I played it a ton and it doesn't bother me. So a bunch of people were like, whatever. So that just leads me to the same conclusion. All right. Well, then if you don't want to support AI, then don't. I wanted to hear your take on it. Oh, uh, my take's largely the same, but I guess uh, my advice to anyone that does stand by their principles and is, doesn't want to buy AI games. This is a good indicator of how AI games might take off in the future because no one stopped to ask. No one cared mm. at the point of sale and recommending the game and talking about it at all. It's already got like 6 million sales. Nothing about that conversation was a part of anyone's buying decision. Well, I should take that back. Certainly it was, it was part of some people's, but not enough to be any kind of ripple on this game's performance. So even if it were made out of AI, it would have sold a ton. And that's what the future is going to be. So I guess look forward to that. Uh, (laughs) Well, people. So there is one thing. I don't know if you know about the Steam tool that developers have to tell Steam they've used AI. Oh, Um, so apparently if developers lie and don't tell Steam, it's like going to the airport, you know, going through security. (laughs) They're like, do you have any guns? And you're like, no. Um, Right. Uh. It's the same where they have 
supposedly Steam has a policy where the developers have to disclose if they've used AI. Um, but if this game used AI and it's they never have any proof, how would Steam know, right? Hmm. So there is one little tool at, on Steam that would say, this game uses AI. And then you could be like, all right, well, I don't want to buy it because it's not because it uses AI. As far as we know, it hasn't used AI. But Lawrence, you are absolutely correct. Uh, when we get into like probably within 10 years, what, 10, 20 years time, when we get 100 clones of these these games or, you know, uh, we're already reading AI articles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can always tell when I'm reading these articles. And I'm like, this isn't a human that wrote this. Um, then we're going to have to be like, well, are we going to buy these games or not? Even if it sold 5 billion copies and everyone says it's fun, it was made by a robot. <laughs> Do I want to play that? I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Am I most paranoid? That's to me. That's if I'm honest with myself about my deep, deepest, darkest fears for the future of gaming. That's what Pal World represents to me. Is that, that it's a, uh, it's just a, a throw darts at a board combination of of genres that perform well and are cheap to make, knocking off the most popular brand on the planet, and. I guess ultimately, uh, if you want to be mega cynical about it, it's sad to see it work, but it's not because it does offer something that's more than that. But boy, on its surface, does it seem like it's just a, it's depressing that it's that popular, I guess. Well said, Lawrence. I, uh, completely agree with you on, on, on every angle. And I've played a a ton of this game. I, um, I, I'm, you know, still a supporter of the free market. So I'm like, if the free market says that this game is fun and people are enjoying it and I'm enjoying it, I'm not going to take that away from anybody else. And I'm not going to take it away from myself. Um, but you're right. It could be a harbinger of something more uh, dark and sinister in the future. <laughs> All right. So where do we stand, Bruce? Are we're, we're pro uh, pal world inside games is pro pal world. I've been, I've been pro pal world since the beginning. I've, I've been Brave. saying fuck, fuck, this game's on fucking game pass dudes. Absolutely Go get brave. To, if if you if you are uh, worried about it, if you're like, well, it's AI, I, is it going to be fun? I, I, just try it on Game Pass. Like, go check it out. If you are already paying for Game Pass, then it's done deal, right? And then that's you, what I do. Download yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You download it, try it, and you go, "No, nah, this isn't for me." And then you move on. You get a fat hundo gamer score for catching one pal. <laughs> it's worth at least that. Wow, I didn't know that. That's yeah. actually really cool. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 one of those achievement games where there's only like ten of them, and they're all juicy and fat. So <laughs> that's another motivator. Are you pro Pal World? Uh, I'm not anti Pal World. Um, all right. I've been all right. convinced to 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 give it another try because the base automation stuff really does speak to me. That's okay. to me that kind of okay. sounds like uh, Act Razor. Uh, Cult of the Lamb had aspects of that, which was really cool. That's great. Yeah. Um, I played Loop Hero a lot, and that had a, an aspect that was kind of similar to that. Awesome game. Awesome. Game. Oh yeah, yeah, you played that one. That was yeah, yeah. So yeah, the idea of like building up a base and then like inhabiting it with people that you can invent personalities for that kind of automate things—that's very appealing. And I think adds it adds game mechanic and narrative to the the decisions you make as a player. So that's something. I I just kind of didn't. I don't know. I don't think I got that far when I was playing on my own and that it didn't interface with that pretty much at all when we were playing, which is an oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the co-op danger, I guess, is that I, I sometimes I'm ignorant that some things are even in the game because other people are just doing them. So, yeah, maybe I can maybe I can be converted to pro pal world. I uh, this is proof 
before, we're about to wrap up, but this is absolute proof, by the way, that we are not always just contrarian since Inside <laughs> Games is pro pal world. But I worry that sometimes I am. So I don't know when, when things pop off like this and they really do speak to people, I try my hardest to understand what it is about it that speaks with so many people. Cause I want to, I want to keep them. I want to keep my connection to the core of gaming through the spirit of, of the human race. Well, Lawrence, you should, I want you to feel confident because it's not just inside games. That's contrarian. We're not contrarian. We all have our own opinions. And the reason I say that is because I still can't get into red dead two, man. Hmm. I played 12, 12 hours of it twice from the, from the beginning twice. And I can't do it. So I, that's not me being contrarian. It's just, I'm just, I just can't. And I'm going to try again. <laughs> I'm going to do it again at some point. So, but this is, we're just, we're individuals. We're not, uh, we're not towing the line on anything. And we, and I know that Red Dead 2 is one of the greatest video games ever made. So I need to play it. Oh, uh, one last, I didn't even get into this, but one last thing. Um, yeah. Cause I feel like your, your arrow to, uh, to wire comparison is so good. <laughs> so, but here's the thing, Bruce, you, and this is where I'm going to get facetious, by the way. Um, <laughs> You not liking Red Dead 2 makes my liking it more valuable, you see? Because it makes <laughs> yes. my taste more unique and refined. That's right. That's right. I would agree. <laughs> and you liking Power World and me not is it it further proves that you're a gamer of the people, right? That's right. Sure, yeah. Because I've seen that dynamic pop out. It's like, well, it's got like 91% positive reviews on steam and all critics are shitting on it for being a knockoff. So right. it's one of those like, you know, critics versus the common gamer sort of situation. That's mm-hmm, the dynamic mm-hmm. we got, Bruce. It is. Uh, but not all the time, Lawrence. Sometimes you and I agree uh, all the way down the line and sometimes we disagree uh, all the way down the line. So you know what? It turns out we're just people. Turns out. <laughs> turns out. But when we're holding the controller, we're gods. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Ooh, power world, huh? Yeah. Oh, last thing. Do you Please, think yeah. anyone's going to talk about this after this week? If, yeah, this is what I, so I've already said this. If uh, the developers do not keep up with this game, this thing dies in a month. Mm. Um, so if they're not patching it, if they're not adding more pals, like they say they're going to do, if they're not fixing the early access, dies in a month. Um, they for sure could take the money and run. They could do that if they wanted um or they could turn this into a fantastic video game that lasts for years very similar to other survival crafters like uh the forest and sons of the forest they kept patching that game same with seven days to die obviously seven days to die has been early access for 10 years um so they 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 could go one of two ways but that's up to the developer it really is all right i guess we'll see in the next month then if they can if they can harness this beast they've already got all the money so I, I, it seems like they already won, which is great. Lawrence, you know what we've got that's going to overshadow Pal World? Are you ready? Are you ready for the biggest video game of, Jan- of not January, of 2024? Uh, what is that, Bruce? Suicide Squad. Oh, man. Kill the Justice League, starring uh, the Joker. The Jonkler. Yeah, I saw him. He's in. Have you seen him? Uh, yeah. Have you seen him? I it's haven't seen be video, big. but hold on. Let me, I got to look him up. <laughs> it's going to be big, Lawrence. The Jonkler is gonna pop off he's like dlc or something right don't you have to pay extra for this yeah i think you have to buy him (laughs) oh man i'm so joker's dead lawrence you and i gotta we gotta fire up suicide squad together you and i let's 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 plan on an early access date you and i yeah let's do it i want to play this game with you and we i want to play the joke i want to get the jonkler real bad 
I'm going to pay for the junk wipes. Okay, I'll be King Shark. I could be King Shark. <laughs> I this is not it. sponsored, by the way. I kind of wish it were. Not at all. Man, no, we're not on no. Warner's radar. Damn. No. Hit us no, up, Warner. Give, give us the... We need those Suicide Squad codes. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> that's going to overshadow Power World. And same with Tekken and... Yeah, we'll all forget. Yeah. And Yakuza and a lot of stuff. All right. Well, that's another wonderful Gamescast, Bruce. I, I really do appreciate your perspective. Uh, it grounds me. I can get out of my uh, hyper intellectual ways. No, I love to. Hear, I love to hear. I love to hear your opinions, Lawrence. Always, always, yeah. and forever. Yeah. And thank you, audience. We love to hear your opinions too. Most of the time, um, <laughs> share your Pal World experiences below. Share why you think it's a runaway smash success. Uh, you know, it's weird. It's it's just a game where it's not that hard to tell. And also, it's really confusing at the same time. It is, yeah. Hell world, everybody. All right, we'll see you next month. Bye-bye.